Welcome back to the Gem About Town podcast. Back. Today we're doing Canterbury and Kent. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome, and welcome to the Jam to About, the Jam About Town, Town podcast. <laughs> the podcast where two musicians who know nothing about geography talk about a new town each week that they've most likely never been to. Oi, oi. How are you, the Wilkie son? Hello, son. I'm, oh, you know, I'm doing great today. I'm, oh, I've been to work and I've, yes. I'm so pumped. I just love making coffee for people. Don't know about you, oh. mate. Yes. Oh, it's yes. been great, hasn't it? We've been loving it. Oh, it's fantastic. I, I love just talking to customers about coffee. Oh, mm. isn't it great? I, um, I'd say I'm not quite as passionate as you, but I'd I'm say so we're passionate. both pretty passionate uh, at work. Oh, we, we absolutely love it, yeah. I'm a little bit oh. more passionate than you because I'm number one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're pretty damn passionate if you ask me. That's it. Jamie is known at work as uh, as number one. I'm number one. And um, I, uh, along with another, another James, was competing to be number three. But mm. whoever got the the uh, a, a shot of some paper in the bin first claimed number three status, and I I missed. Yeah. And uh, I'm number four. If you're lucky, you're number four. If I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Jamie? How are you? Yeah, What's you know, new you? I'm, I'm good. Uh, not a lot is new other than being back at work, but um, I had a great time on the podcast last week with our friend Ish. That really was something was else. Lovely time, yeah. If you, if you missed it, uh, we spoke about uh, Florence and Hawley and a little bit of Cairo um, with our dear friend Ish Usain, and it was a lovely time. It really was. He mm. He is... He's just... A fabulous person. He is. He really is. Yeah. How about you, mate? How have you been? You good? Right. Got caught in a got caught in a storm today on a bike ride while you were at work. Uh, did fifty four kilometers in a in a storm. Wow. That's nuts, mate. That is nuts. And, um, so I'm just glad to be in the warm yeah. with a cup of tea. You know. I, lo- I love a storm though. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds good until you're in it. Yeah. I think the storm would have been nice if you were on top of a hill, uh, taking a break. And mm. it was storming, rather than actually cycling on a road during a storm. Yep, and then <laughs> I'm like clipped into my pedals, and uh, like the screw came undone from mm. my pedal to my shoe, and um, so I couldn't get my foot out. Oh, I couldn't stop. <laughs> we were cycling along, and I well, oh, scariest moment! You can't take your feet off the pedals. Yeah, that's the, that's the one downside to those uh, those pedals. That is it. Yeah, mm, pretty scary. So, where are we doing this week, Jamie? Well. Before we go there, I actually want to go to Corrections <laughs> Corner. I don't know about oh, you. Ooh, let's pop yeah, to Corrections Corner. So, um, just a, a couple of little things. Um, more interesting rather than funny. So, if you remember, two weeks ago, I called the state of Illinois, um, Illinois, <laughs> didn't I? And you took the piss out of me for that. You're still saying it weird. Illinois. <laughs> Okay, that's slightly better. I don't know. Come Maybe on, I just that's can't how hear it. said. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> you sound so... Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. I, just, I want to go French every time I say the word. But <laughs> there, there is a reason 
that I've been going French with that word. And I knew it was just somewhere in the depths of my brain. But back oh, in yeah, the day... Oh, you really know, knew, did you? Yeah, yeah, it is. I knew. I, I must have oh, right, learned okay. it from my uh, fantastic education. Um, <laughs> that was Illinois was named after the Illinois River. Wow, big news. What? But that river was named after a French explorer um, who named it after the Native Americans who lived along the banks of the waterways. Um, and Illinois, or Illinois, is the French pronunciation of the Native American word Aliniwok, or Aliniwek, which means oh the best people um, in Native American. Uh, yeah, so that's why I said it with a French accent, in a weird way. Wow, that's that's quite deep, quite complex. It is deep and complex. That's proper information there that you're going to live with. All the listeners today have that information, and you can use that at a pub quiz. There's going to be so much information today that you can use at a pub oh, quiz. Nice. Um, there really is. Uh, yeah. We are we are just an, we are an oracle of knowledge here on the Jam About Pod Jam About Pod the Jam About we're just, we're just great. It is great. Um, and also, this isn't a correction, but if you remember two weeks ago, we did Limerick, and we uh, created our own Limericks in honour of Limerick. We did. Um, Tanya Ogleave, my lovely girlfriend's lovely mum, um, <laughs> actually uh, created her own Limericks about the pod. Um, she did, didn't she? She sent them in, but we got a little bit carried away last week, and I think we did. if we had put this in, we would have been recording for, you know, two hours or something. Oh, I least. had to be somewhere after the last podcast, and we were freaking out at the end. Yeah, it was, we, a, it was a long <laughs> it was one. really, really going on. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, you go ahead. So these, uh, what she wrote, um, there once were two lads from UK who gave us a podcast one day with talk about poo and the facts coming too. We hope they keep on their play. Yes. That's yes. good, isn't it? That's really nice. I love that. I and really the, like that, yeah. yeah. The second one. A podcast called Jam About Town was making us giggle, not frown. We fell about laughing with tales about farting. Need more of this. Don't let us down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I love Again, that yeah. I love that we... Thank you very much, Tanya. Very, thank very you, Tanya. good. Um, I love that we are associated... With poos and farts, because that's something I've always wanted. It um, is. Because I am passionate about pooing and farting. Yeah, and, and we're um, watering down the taboo uh, about talking about uh, that's farting right. and pooing, we are, aren't we? You know yeah. what? Not thought about it like that, like that but we are. Yeah, we we're are. opening the discussion. Um, and talking of pooing... Oh, what a segue! What a segue! <laughs> Into our next ke- uh, section, Kesek section, cut short. Um, the lovely section where we talk about funny poo stories. Uh, James. Do you mean cut short? <laughs> cut cut short. <laughs> cut short. We were, <laughs> we were deliberating whether to call it cut short, but then um, we <laughs> thought you might not know what we're on about. <laughs> so we did it anyway. So we did it anyway. <laughs> oh, dear. Do you have right. a lovely story for us this week? I do have a story this week, and um, I didn't ask whether I could reveal their name, 
So mm. I'm not going to, but ah. you know, maybe I will next week if if they're cool with it. They Absolutely. do listen most yeah. weeks, I think. So do I know um, the person? Sorry. Do I know the person? No, you don't know this person. Oh, no, wow. no, no. This is a sort of a, a Colchester link, a Colchesterian. Oh, okay, all right. This is fun. A Cameladunum, um, uh, Cameladunuma, which was uh, which was Colchester's uh, name because Colchester is the oldest recorded city. Oh, really? In the UK. I'm just getting facts wow, today. This is just. I've got so many so more coming as well. Oh my um, word! And uh, we, Cameladunum, Colchester, was the capital of England, Jamie. Really? It yes, was, it was yeah, before yeah. London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, this is going off on a magic, massive tangent. Yeah, we'll talk but, about um, this when we do uh, do Colchester on your birthday. Yes, we're <laughs> gonna do. We're gonna do on our birthdays. We're gonna do. So, if you're wondering why we haven't done our our town, the towns where we're from, is we're saving that for our birthdays. Yes. So you got a exactly. you got a while to wait for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not too long for Jamie. No, um, a couple of months. Yeah. How exciting! Okay, here is my cut short. Yes. Twas the night of prom for some, ex- <laughs> for some ecstatic stuff. year 11s looking to drink away the pain of secondary school. Mm-hmm. I have sort of embellished this story. It's not, not, not in, in terms of made, made the facts, made it not, not true, just have sort of made it a story. Right, that's nice. Um, <laughs> of course, though, the school did not provide the drinks. Uh, thank God for them. They avoided, avoided many lawsuits that night. That is, that is good. I, uh, shout out. To that school. <laughs> Shout out that school. They didn't uh, give alcohol to their students. <laughs> um, uh, so it was up to the friend with the big garden and brave parents to host the infamous after party of the century. Oh, mate. I remember them. They were fantastic. We all what, had one, that? didn't we? Well, I hope we all did. Yeah, we all did. Absolutely. Um, it was always that sort of thing of like, who's going to have the after party? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> unlike my school... A little bit different. No one wanted to have the after party, so it had to happen a little bit differently. And someone uh, actually made it a paid event. My after party at school. Wow. Well, prom after party. I had to pay to go. Bloody but hell. to be fair, to be <clears throat> fair, there were, which this is topical in the story. There were portaloos. Okay. There, there yeah. was like a burger van, and there was an actual DJ and like a hired, because uh, like hired TP sort of thing as well. So fair play that we had to pay. Nice, that's um, quite nice. I like that. But it was for an after party. That's good. I know, yeah. I know. Pretty crazy. Um, shout out Colchester. Shout out. Um, so um, they were ready for the after after party of the century at this uh, school prom after party. Now, un- yeah, unlike my school's after party where you had to pay to go and there was food and a DJ and a portaloo, mm-hmm. there was no official loo space here. And in fact, this after party was actually being held on a farm field. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. I like where it's going. So naturally, with alcohol being a diuretic, the people needed to pee, Jamie. That's what you need to do. You drink a beer, you need a wee. The people needed to pee. Okay. So after some scouting, a perfect spot had been found. So hold on, what happened to the portaloos? There weren't any. No, they weren't. That was at my after party prom. This oh, was lovely. just a. Oh. I'm confusing the situation, but this was just right. a field. Someone had a farm. Someone's parent was a farmer, I believe. The after party was happening on the field. Okay. Um, so after some scouting, a perfect spot had been found. Of course, it was an area with a massive pile of dirt. So problem yeah. solved. I hear you cry, Jamie. Absolutely, I'm crying it. Yeah. Problem solved. No, you melon. <laughs> These piles of dirt had been sprayed with pesticides, and the drunken teens weren't supposed to have been there. But what did the pesticides do, Wilkie? Um, Did they, like, burn or something? 
<laughs> the pesticides apparently gave most of the girls UTIs. Oh, no. <laughs> And oh, I didn't dear. know that could happen. But there no. you go, folks. Once again, you're learning from our educational podcast. Yeah, do not wee on pesticides again. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the moral of the story then? Uh, don't pee on a big pile of dirt at a farm because it might be bad. But then again, on the other hand, do pee on a big pile of dirt because otherwise you might be seen. It might be all right. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I mean, at some point you might have to take the risk. Uh, if you yes. really need to wee, you need to go somewhere. I'd personally go for a tree, behind a tree. Mm. There's got to be a tree mm. somewhere on a farm. Um, well, you, you do get these treeless farms these days. <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be somewhere. There's got to be a tree. Um, and if there's not a tree, there's got to be a brick wall, you know, that you can wee on. Um, that's a, a bit out of the wall. way. Yeah, just now, out, out of the way. Mm. Like, behind on the house. Who's going to know, you know? A brick wall screams people to me, Jamie. Yeah. I don't know. But then pile of dirt, I mean, that, that seems like it's just out in the middle of nowhere. And you have like, people squatting over a pile of dirt. Well, that sounds, sounds fantastic. Sounds just like the toilets on the French motorways. <laughs> <laughs> Basically just pee in a hole. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love those toilets. Wow. Shout out France. Thank God I've never had to poo in one of them. Imagine. Jeez. Oh, my God. I had a look and I sort of considered it once. Yeah. Uh, and it was a little bit desperate. Um, but it's just not it's not worth it really I, I think maybe I would give it a go now it might be quite fun I, I don't know I think um, the squatting has got to like make you tense and if you're tensing and trying to you know it's going to no, be no, no, it's no, going to no. be messy surely no squatting is the is the natural way we should all go to the loo I suppose as long as you're not tensing your cheeks together mm, yeah that's true yeah. Um, I Any, think um, um, <laughs> I was going to go on more. I okay, could, keep I going, could, keep going. No, no. <laughs> I could keep going. I could go on all, all day about um, about pooing. <laughs> so, Jamie the Wilkie son. Yeah. Where are we this week? Where are we? Because I'm looking outside and I don't know where I am. You know what? You're, you're in a really lovely city today. I'm looking outside and I'm seeing a beautiful cathedral that's <gasps> been there for many, many years. Um, and we seem to be in Kent in the gorgeous city of Canterbury. Of Canterbury! Canterbury! Well done, Canterbury. Well done for being a thing. Great job, um, Canterbury. I'd just like to point out that uh, upon researching Canterbury, mm-hmm. I thought it was spelt Cantonbury. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so I typed in Cantonbury. And, for some, I <laughs> and then even after knowing it was Canterbury... Um, that's how we should say it, Canterbury. Um, Canterbury. I missed out the R. No, yeah, the R every time. I was putting Cante, Canterbury. Canterbury. That's sort of how you say it. I suppose, yeah. Uh, mm. Mm, so, that's, that's, that's quite silly of you, mate. Yeah, but mu- well, I think everyone's saying it wrong. Much like Gillingham, the whole town of Gillingham yeah. um, is saying it wrong. My last name is Gillingham, yeah. and I, I want to put the record straight right now that the whole town of Gillingham what are you what are you bloody doing? They're saying it wrong, aren't they? If it's what? Gillingham, it should start with a J. I know, you know? I know. Gillingham, it's it's, it's a G, but um, it's so it, I think it should be Canterbury. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Canterbury is a historic English cathedral city mm-hmm. uh, situated in the heart oh, of the, the heart. city of Canterbury. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> a local government <laughs> district of Kent. England. It lies on the river Stour. 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 Oh, here we go with the river. Here we go. The, the fucking river. 
Adieu. 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 <laughs> to be honest, I'm not going to try and do that one. I don't know. <laughs> you were good with your Italian last week, I must say. Uh, thanks, man. Cheers. I'm so glad I had, um, I had I had Hawley. Not <laughs> <laughs> it is to be said, um, it is to be said, um, that uh, Canterbury is the only city in Kent did you know that? Uh, yeah, and it's yeah. quite small as well, isn't it? It, it is, is quite, quite small, small for a city, but it has a cathedral, therefore it is a city, but it's quite a small place. Yes, yes, mm. yes. It also has Celtic and Roman history, much mm. like Colchester, uh, yeah. and it also is home of the oldest school in the world. In the world, really? In the world. Wow. Kings, The King's School. Um, 14 something. Jeez, I bet that's expensive. I bet that is an expensive school. Oh, yeah. It, it sort mm. of looks like a sort of Cambridge Uni sort of sort of deal. Yeah. I imagine Canterbury to be, be very grand. I, I've probably been there. A lot of these places, my parents then say to me after listening to the podcast, you've been there, James. Um, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I so I might have been here as well. I probably have. I was almost lo- also <laughs> looking at going to uni here. Oh, were you? Oh, that would have been very, very bit. posh of you. I know, but um, what what else have you got? Um, well, I've got it's uh, obviously very famous for its cathedral, um, and its archbishops, of which there have been uh, only a hundred and five since the year uh, five nine seven. Which, if you think about <laughs> it, it's not that many for the amount of years there have been. <laughs> there's some big gaps there. I know, isn't it? But uh, apparently, there's only been a hundred. I might have got it wrong. Um, but <laughs> I, I do believe there's only been 105 archbishops since the year 597. Um, it's famous for the Canterbury Tales book, if we all know oh, that. Oh, yeah, I've got a little bit on that as well. Yeah, I'll yeah. have oh, Very good, very good. Um, this city also gave its name to a musical genre. Don't know if you saw that. Did it? Yeah, it's called The Canterbury Scene, uh, and it's a version of prog rock. No way! Yeah, it is, oh, yeah. Oh, we're tying in the music. Tying yes. in the music. Here we go. Apparently, I haven't heard of any of the bands, but it was like late 60s, early 70s when it kicked off. And uh, have you heard of Soft Machine? Or Caravan? <laughs> or Soft Machine? That's an awful, <laughs> sorry, that's an awful name. Um, caravan? I feel like I've heard of Caravan, yeah, but I've then it might be just because I've been in a caravan. <laughs> Maybe. Or well, there's a song, many songs called Caravan. Um, and Wildflower as well is another band. I haven't heard of any of them. But apparently they're quite big and quite a lot of musicians have been involved with that scene and gone on to do greater things. Um, Their local football team is Canterbury City FC. Um, Don't know if you've got anything on them, but they are a massive team. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're in the Southern Counties East League Premier Division. Oh my word, that is a competitive league, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, you know, the only thing I found out about the football team is that there is no big football team apart from Gillingham in Kent. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was sort of what I got about the football teams. Yeah. I've got some more about the rest of, of Canterbury, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's the um, Gillingham's the only professional team in Kent, yeah, definitely. Is, it, is, that, is, that, is that true? Yeah, that's true, yeah. For the time being, uh, Gillingham's the only professional football team in Kent. In the whole of Kent. Wow, they're only in League 2 as well. Yeah, isn't it? That's mad, isn't it? Um, what else have you got? Um, so I have, it is home of four universities. Beef. Oh, there is big beef here, I've yeah. heard. Because I've got some information from a source on, on Canterbury. The person, oh. Someone actually requested Canterbury. So I just wanted to you know say that if anybody wants to request a place, 
you know, get in touch because this we is what's happened this it. week. Yeah, no matter how hard it is, we will do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll try. Um, but so I believe there is the University of Kent, Canterbury Christ Church University, mm-hmm. the University for the Creative Arts, and the Gern American University Canterbury. But that might be wrong because that was on Wikipedia and I really don't believe that. But <laughs> I would like to say I read that as the Grime American grime. University Canterbury. And <laughs> I was like, wow, that's really cool. It's a Grime <laughs> University. I was like, that's cool. But no, no, Gern. I don't know. Gern? Mm. Although, maybe no, no, Gime? I don't, I don't know. It probably uh, stands for something, wouldn't you think? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But it also has the highest student to permanent resident ratio in the UK. Wow. So if you'd gone to study there, you'd probably stay on to live there. Really? Well, may- maybe, but uh, I, 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 yeah, I mean, there's a, apparently there's just a lot of students there and there's a lot of rivalry. Um, wow. And it is also the home of, of Orlando Bloom. Is that where he lives? He is from, I don't know if he lives there, but he's from Canterbury. Oh, that's nice. Didn't um, know that. I didn't even know he was English. Um, I'm really bad with actors. Just don't, <laughs> don't go there. But Come on, um, he's legless. <laughs> oh yes. Did you know yes, he's legless? Yes, yes. No, I did actually. I, I, no, I remember. I did my research yesterday, <laughs> and um, I I did see that. But there is huge competition between the unis, as I've said. Mm. Um, but I must say that the University of Kent wins because its alumni include Ellie Golding and Alan Davies. I like Alan Davies. Yeah, I, I like Alan Davies. So, we'll, yeah. but but I think Ellie Golding. As much as I appreciate, uh, no, nah, I don't like her shit. <laughs> good effort, mate. It's a really good effort. Um, but I think they subjectively win. I looked at some other people, which who have probably done way more incredible things than these two. But I didn't know who they were. So sorry to you, but shout out to you at the same time. Shout out to everybody. <laughs> um. So the city has been also said to have subjectively this per- well this person said that it has the worst phone signal in the world you know wow. any place they've ever been this has the worst phone signal not sure that's true but in mm. England it could have the worst phone signal because apparently it's a walled city and there's a big old cathedral in the way um, right yeah maybe and speaking of cathedrals apparently all of the uni students get a free entry uh, into the cathedral but the cathedral and the grounds are so big that if you want to get anywhere in the town you, you to walk around it takes ages so they just use their free passes to walk through the cathedral that's pretty wicked yeah it? if you're Quite walking cool. about on your on your lunch break got to walk through the cathedral to get to the, yeah. Get the pub yeah that's a good old good uh, good little lunch spot that's but heavy. um but most importantly jamie uh-huh i have been inspired Oh, I really yeah. have. I okay. have been inspired. Um, <laughs> recently, as you know, I've been watching lots of Ed Pratt videos. I actually should have checked it. It was Ed Pratt. I believe it's Ed Pratt. Okay. Um, for, I mean, he is someone who has unicycled around the world. Yes, yes, you did tell me about this. This is uh, a lovely, lovely, uh, lovely uh, bit of information. So he has unicycled around the world and he documented it on YouTube. It took him three years. And um, this Heck. got me thinking. So... How long would it take if I were to travel via a similar medium of transport? The penny farthing. <laughs> That's a very Canterbury-esque vehicle, I feel. Yes, I, I think so as well. And where am I going? I'm going to the antipode of Canterbury. What is an antipode, I hear you cry? What's an antipode? An antipode is the exact opposite part of the earth from where you are. Oh. So if you stuck a, 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 a giant javelin... Mm-hmm. Through the earth, a very big one. Yeah. 
just a little bit bigger than, than the average um, yeah. average one. It, uh, that would be where you... So where you, if you stuck a javelin and right directly through the middle of the earth, an antipode is the exact opposite wow. part of the earth. Can I guess where it ends up? Yes, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, guess yeah. where the antipode of Canterbury is. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, it must go to the southern hemisphere, surely. Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, and then the other side of the world... Argentina. Oh, uh, no. Uh, okay. Just off the... It's a good guess, but just off the coast of New Zealand. Oh, right, right. That, that's crazy. From, okay. from antipode.com. I got this from... <laughs> so if that's wrong, you know, don't come at me. But, um... <laughs> so, um, I chose Christchurch in New Zealand to uh, travel via penny farthing because that is close. It, that's yeah. close enough to the antipode. So, um, so the question is, Jamie, mm-hmm. how long would it take to travel there via penny farthing? So, it took this guy... Is it a similar speed, a penny farthing, to your... Well, I've gone with 13 miles an hour because apparently that's like the... Sl- it can go from like 13... Depends on the wheel size, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Depends yeah, on the yeah. size of your penny farthing wheel, because um, it's just fixed <laughs> gear. So um, <laughs> it took this guy three years. So you you would say one and a half years, right? Um. Yeah. Yeah. One okay. and a half years. So, with an average speed of thirteen miles an hour, with no brakes, hustle, 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 people, hustle. Um, <laughs> it would take five hours, forty-seven minutes, and one second. How long? Five hours, 47 Five hours? minutes, and one second. Really? <laughs> that is crazy. Because I lied and did the distance <laughs> between Canterbury in New Zealand. Oh, you silly man. And Christchurch in New Zealand. But how cool is that? The antipode of Canterbury is almost Canterbury. That is pretty crazy that they're both called Canterbury as well. And they're not far away. Um, Christchurch and Canterbury are quite close So in New Zealand. So the antipode of Canterbury in the UK is almost Canterbury. Did you work out the antipode of Canterbury, New Zealand? Uh, I didn't actually. The exact but it's, it's, antipode. It's almost. It's almost Canterbury in the UK. It well, actually, be. it's probably not. You're probably off. It's probably off by quite a lot at that point. But I thought that was a cool fact. You know, antipode you know? of Canterbury, New Zealand. I'm going to find this out. Go on. The antipode of Christchurch. Canterbury, New Zealand, is oh well. This is Galicia or Galicia in Spain. Oh, but okay. uh, I, I wouldn't trust that. Let's go. No, no, that's pro- it's probably right. I think. When, <laughs> I think when you go a few kilometres, like it was like I think it was like seventy-one miles between uh, Christchurch and Canterbury in New Zealand. Right. So probably seventy-one miles is probably. I don't know whether that's like really amplified when you. Yeah, it probably is really. massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was almost right, you know. And uh, yeah. so yeah, that was my that was my thing. That's lovely, mate. <laughs> 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 lovely antipodes. Um, uh, you got anything else on the antipodes? That's me for antipodes, That's mate. Antipodes. <laughs> so I feel so proud that I've uh, that I've sort of educated people there. But I I would like to mention I only learned what that word meant yesterday. <laughs> well, but hey, more facts. This is the most factual one we've had so far. Actually, is yeah. Um, since my trip to Cairo, um, <laughs> oh that one, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, and Florence and Hawley last week, um, I've actually been contacted by the Agencia Brasileira de Inteligencia, um, the ABIN, 
the Brazilian intelligence agency. Mate, you've um, got a knack for these things. Yeah, I know. They, they just they're hitting me up now. I'm just getting so famous in the um, in the spy world, in the <laughs> undercover world. You're famous. <laughs> <laughs> they said they were um, really impressed with my double agent skills. I wanted to use me for their most ambitious mission yet. Um, that one of their that all of their agents can't even handle. Uh, so they wanted me to pop to Rio uh, to pick up my Brazilian uh, partner. Uh, could you guess who my Brazilian partner was? Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah, Roberto Carlos. Um, <laughs> Roberto Carlos is actually, <laughs> is actually their their top agent. Oh um, right, yeah. he's, he's oh, it's good, it's good. He, they've, they've they've picked sort of an inconspicuous character. <laughs> exactly, he goes unnoticed everywhere. Um, Roberto Carlos, uh, and uh, they wanted him to shadow me because I'm such a top class spy these days right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, so we would then travel from there after i've picked up roberto um in my new 42 inch yacht um 40, when, when things are measured in inches that doesn't make me think that they're big <laughs> it's about the size of a cardboard box like um, oh oh that's not big <laughs> no that's not big yeah, yeah yeah right um maybe like i don't know a meter or and a half or something like that each way when, when you say 42 inches I, I don't know why i was sort of thinking sort of more 42 meters but anyway carry on <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i'd get in my 42 inch yacht to the canadian secret service hq in quebec where i was a few weeks ago oh yes yeah um where i left my explosive sunglasses um <laughs> so i needed to pick them up to be able to continue uh, and then i'd head, head to canterbury still with roberto uh, where we would both infiltrate the Canterbury Cathedral, disguised as an exorcist and a virgin. Uh, we would then interrogate the current Archbishop of Canterbury, uh, Justin Welby, uh, and question him on his affiliation with British organised crime gang, the Buttmarsh Boys, and uh, <laughs> the transportation of 26 sheep, believed to have been direct descendants of Mary Elizabeth Sawyer's sheep from the famous nursery rhyme. You know, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so that whole trip in my 42-inch yacht, um, would, <laughs> for some reason, it only takes me eight days. And I'm not 100% sure that is right. I don't think I've done it right at all. But I'm going to go with it. Eight days. I'm assuming you've sort of factored in the the whole physics behind you and Roberto <laughs> Carlos in a 42-inch yacht and how that might affect power. Absolutely, yeah. I, mean, I, I kind of figured out it would make it more powerful because he's he's got such a good shot on him. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a good right or left foot, whatever foot he is. Yeah. So yeah. he's flapping at the back of, of the yacht with his foot, um, getting more <laughs> more speed. Eight days. Yeah. Eight and days. what was your what was where were you travelling again overall? Uh, Rio to Quebec in Canada, so South America to North America, and then over to Canterbury from there. I mean, that that's seems a, plausible. Do you reckon? Okay, yeah. And then we'll yeah. go with it. But that's travelling at a constant speed, um, saying that the wind is in our favour the whole time as well. And yeah. were the sheep with you? Um, well, we picked up the sheep. Um, oh, we, did, we didn't really see the sheep. After we interrogated the Archbishop, we found like a secret room he had around the back of his cathedral where he kept uh, a lot of sheep, uh, but they weren't the direct descendants of 
the Mary Had a Little Lamb sheep. <laughs> they were just peasant sheep. They were just peasant sheep who he was trying to pass off as the direct descendants. Oh, scam. I know, what a massive scam. But the uh, the Buckmarsh boys knew exactly where <laughs> the uh, these sheep, the real sheep were. And they were very expensive, these sheep. Shout out the Buckmarsh boys. Shout out the Buckmarsh boys, absolutely. So, James, this brings us on to our next section. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yes, absolutely. Are you ready for... Facts So this is the section where James and myself come up with a, with either a fact or a fiction about the town we are talking about for that week. However, if one of us has the same fact as the other, there is a £5 forfeit. James, would you like to go first? Yes, and I would like to say that I, I'm feeling this week as uh, Canterbury... There wasn't much going on in Canterbury. I think it's just too... You know, it's too it's too middle class, Canterbury. Um, yeah, it's very middle class. You know, there wasn't there just wasn't much going on there. So, yeah. I think we might be in danger for the five pound forfeit this week. But yes, my number one. Mm-hmm. In twenty sixteen, uh-huh. a student from Canterbury Christchurch Uni mm-hmm. challenged an opposing student from the University of Kent to a duel atop of Canterbury Cathedral. Okay. <laughs> With the winner being able to claim their respected uni to be the certified best. <laughs> a There's a lot on top of grabs. Yeah, yeah, they're having a duel atop of Canterbury Cathedral. Wow. I don't okay. know the details whether they're on top of the spire or... Um, <laughs> but the Reddit post detailed that both students failed to even climb 10 foot up the building before giving up after drinking too much moe. And proceeded to have a so-called weak fight on the ground instead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I can't imagine it's a great place to have a fight on top of it. Because it seems to be um, no place you can really stand. If we had an illustrator um, on this show, like yeah. a live illustrator, mm. <laughs> I'm sure we can get that in the budget if we get some more, I don't know, some, some more sponsorships from Facebook or something. Yeah, yeah. But, um, maybe if the, Canterbury Cathedral would like to sponsor our next Yes, next one, yes. They have a lot of money. We know they're <laughs> listening, so, you know, get in touch. Yeah. Um, you know, we have reasonable rates, so... We do. Yeah. Fact. Um, I mean, I'd like to see an illustration of this fight. Um, apparently, they both took up hankies... Um, white, you know, to to throw on the ground in case one of them gave up, and that was yeah. part of the part of the rules as well. Hanky, <laughs> so middle class. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say big fact. Big fact is that big your final answer? Um, big Jamie, <laughs> you're not big, big James. <laughs> that is my big answer. My big final answer. Big fact. The Wilkie son. This is fiction. Ah, oh, you're kidding me. I'm losing straight away. Jesus you're Christ. You're out. You're out. I'm out. Get I'm out. lost. Right, you go. Oh. The word canter, right? You probably saw this. I don't know, but we'll see. The word canter 
the pace of a horse that's between a trot and a gallop. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, originally came from the Archbishop's secret wife from Sheffield, who was a massive <laughs> lover of horses. She was once out riding the streets of Canterbury when she was handed a jar of cranberry preserve. <laughs> while, s- while sitting upon the horse, she cried, I can't open it. Her desperation <laughs> for the cranberry preserve grew stronger. So the horse began to ride a little quicker than a trot, but was un- unable to reach a gallop, as galloping the streets of Canterbury um, was illegal. The locals heard her, and over time people began to canter on their horses in the streets of Canterbury, and named it the canter after what she said, and they were so um, bewildered by her Sheffield accent. Uh, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. I was about to say, why did she have... Oh, that, yeah, I forgot about the Sheffield thing. Yeah, yeah. I can't open it. I can't open it. The canter was... I can't a con- open it. The, can- <laughs> the canter was a controversial horse speed as they couldn't be convicted of speeding within the city because they weren't galloping. But it was quicker than a trot. <laughs> they couldn't be convicted. James. Just couldn't put it through in court. Um, <laughs> is there a sort of... Uh, like a, I don't know the, a boy racer loophole like cantering t- yeah. in today's world if you're in I don't know a polo a souped up polo or something yeah 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 uh, I'm sure there is is it maybe doing 30 33 miles an hour or something like that mm, maybe it's, you know when because uh, your speedometer in a car is usually like a few miles per oh, hour yeah. more than what you're doing so you yeah. can effectively you can look like you're doing 33 miles per hour but actually you're doing so it's not really the same thing but it kind of is okay um you know what? You, I feel like I have a good, a good uh, Wilkie sense. Oh yeah, um, you've thrown me here. You really? really have thrown me. Okay, um, but this is very you. It is something sort of given me sort of oranges and ship vibes or whatever it was a few <laughs> weeks back. <laughs> this is fiction. Yeah, it is fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly so. But I can tell you that the word canter, uh, meaning to trot or run, does come from the city's name, Canterbury. Oh! Um, many pilgrims rode their horse faster to reach the city before the curfew, leading to the Canterbury trot, or canter. Oh, see, I think we <laughs> people would, maybe if people thought this actually was like a geography or a history podcast, we'll be very disappointed. <laughs> I know. Can- Canterbury's got probably quite a, quite a lot of history. Well, a Absolute, lot. Well, it definitely yeah, does. Yeah. Loads of history, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, another oh. big fact for everyone. There you go. Big fact. That's good. Big fact. Big fact. Big facts. Yeah. We are we are spreading big facts uh this week. So, mm-hmm. my number 2. Number 2. Uh at one point in its history, Almost half of Canterbury's population were French speaking, and it's even said that the French baguette, b- baguette, baguette, the French baguette, uh, <laughs> baguette, baguette. Uh, gained popularity over all other types of bread. So much so that the Canterbury baguette can still be bought today, and an annual festival celebrating this still runs called Fête au Pain, <laughs> Party of Bread. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like that because that fête au pain pan is bread, isn't it? So yeah, um, it is fête au pain. But you could have easily 
translated that <laughs> on Google. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> and I've actually been looking at uh, events in Canterbury. Oh, right. And I didn't see that anywhere. You didn't see Fête Bon. I didn't see Fête Bon, the party of bread. <laughs> the Canterbury kidding? baguette. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I can't really imagine there being too many French people um, residing in Canterbury. Oh. Might, might well have been, but I don't know about what. Like there, there were loads were there at some point. <laughs> yeah, almost half of Canterbury's population were French. Jesus, did okay. you know? So do you reckon it's called Canterbury? Canterbury. Um, Brie. Well, it's actually how Nick Brie was <laughs> named. <laughs> <laughs> but the the uh, the French, I'm assuming, came up with Brie. I don't know. Did, mm. did they? Maybe the English did. Um, but they they thought Canterbury um, was spelt. B R B B R I E is that how Bree spelled? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what you just said is yeah, that's fiction. <laughs> yeah, but, that's fiction. But your actual one, I'm gonna say is fact, just because I don't believe it. <laughs> I. You said, well, is that your final answer? That's Wilkinson? my final answer. I'm going to say. I, yeah. I'm going to say. I'm going to give that to you because I've done a you, and I'm going to introduce maybe next week we have fact fiction or twisted. Okay, yeah, I like twist, it. Yeah. Fact fiction or twisted lemon. I think we should twisted call it lemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because um, yes, at one point in its history, almost half of Canterbury's population, two fifths of its population, mm-hmm. uh, were French speaking, um, but it. Uh, and nothing to do with a baguette. I don't think ever happened in Canterbury. Um, not that I know of, anyway. Um, so that bit's just just a lie. Um, yeah. But by the 17th century, Canterbury's population was 5,000, of whom 2,000 were French-speaking Protestant Huguenots. Well, why did I have to say this? Huguenots, Huguenots, <laughs> um, who had begun fleeing uh, persecution and war in. Uh, the Spanish Netherlands? What? I don't know if this is... <laughs> right, okay, yeah. <laughs> In the mid-16th century, the Huguenots introduced silk Huguenot. weaving into the city, uh, which by 1676 had outstripped wool weaving. There you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. More big facts coming big your facts. way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there you have it. I'll give it to you. I'll give you that. I think oh, that's how so you got that right. Cause, Cheers. Um, oh. Yeah. Praise God. B, I'm so happy. Uh, My number two. In Canterbury, there is an annual duck race where um, 4,000 plus rubber ducks are thrown into the stream or river and they race downstream. You can put money on a duck and the caption is, try your luck, sponsor a duck. All the ducks (laughs) wear sunglasses and there's bloody (laughs) tons of them. There's tons of them. There's so many. Um, and this year, even more ducks are taking part than ever before. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone gathers at the riverside uh, to watch a sea of yellow ducks. And what river is this? The river Adur. It won't be the river Adur. <laughs> it will be uh, <laughs> the the river that flows through Canterbury. <laughs> so you're telling me that float fest, but non-human <laughs> float fest, happens in Canterbury with ducks? I'm telling you, it might be a thing. I, I'm now. I need to decipher whether you were inspired by Float Fest. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody didn't hear Float Fest, that was from the Woman Special. That was um, the Woman Special. Shoreham and Brightlingsea. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Float Fest. That is a striking resemblance to Float Fest. But once again, <laughs> you've caught me here, and I, my Wilkie Ray, my Wilkie Dar, is off. I don't really know uh, whether this is real or not real. Yeah, <laughs> it could be fiction. either. Could be either. This is those little ducks are real. Fact. True, this is a yes! fact, James. Yes! Well done. It is a charity yes! event. It's a charity oh, is event. It? Yeah. Uh, you sponsor a duck and the money goes to charity. Whoever wins. Um, I, I don't know what happens if you win, but the money goes to charity. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Float Fest is not for charity. That's for capital gain. That is, baby. yeah. That's for personal <laughs> personal gain and capital gain. Yes. Um, wow. Shout out Float... F- I mean, you should just call it Float Fest. Float um, Fest. Duck, duck what's it called? Duck... Duck... Um, I can't remember what they called it now. It's like the Rotary Club duck race. Oh, come on. Duck race. I, I thought of Float Fest in two seconds. What are you doing? Du- I'm f- trying to find the real name. <laughs> no, no, not you. Not you, them. The Rotary Club. Oh, what are they Club. doing? Oh, the Ro- <laughs> Rotary Club. Can I have your number two, please, James? Uh, my number three. <laughs> your number three. <laughs> okay. The Canterbury Tales, a famous collection of stories written in Middle English... Mm-hmm. By Geoffrey Chaucer, 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 between 1387 and 1400, is said in some articles to be dirtier than Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, I can believe that. Um, but then again, this is one that's quite—it's not too out of the ordinary. But you do like to come up. With some that are quite, they're interesting, but not like <laughs> Don't crazy like crap, <laughs> like your brain. But um, oh mate, tell, if I could, if you know, if you were gullible, I would go insane, insane, oh, like yeah, float mate, fest times ten. Yeah. I would love to, but you just, I'm not going <laughs> to fool you with that. <laughs> uh, facts, absolutely fact. This is a thing. Is that your final answer? That's my absolute big final answer. Big final answer. So you are correct, Jamie yes! Wilkinson. Yes! yes! Look, uh, seven, uh, there was an article called Seven Times the Canterbury Tales was, was way dirtier than Fifty Shades of Grey. Wow. Unfortunately, the first uh, line of this article is um, basically saying that they've kind of clickbaited you a little bit and... Um, mm. You know, there's no mention of butt plugs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Middle English, once translated, is very dirty. Wow. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, it's all a bit, yeah, it's all a bit, it's a bit raunchy. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that is kind of true. But, um, you know, it's true in the title. Yeah, it's true. So, the yeah. news is true. The, the news is true. Um, yeah. You're, you're number news. three. My number three. You're going to love this one. Mahatma Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> Him again. He's back. Hello, hello Matt. <laughs> visited. <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi visited Canterbury in 1931. Oh. <laughs> did he know? <laughs> did he know? Yeah, he did, yeah. Is that it? I'd like your answer now, and then I'll continue. <laughs> what year? Um, 1931. 
And what town is he from near Glastonbury again? <laughs> uh, I can't remember what it was called now. He was, from near, he was born near Glastonbury, yeah. <laughs> the jokes are getting quite in-jokey now, so if you haven't listened to the old ones, what are you doing? What are you doing? Go that back. That one's from Glastonbury. Um, <laughs> what was the year? Again, sorry, I keep uh, 1931. Um, my hat. My man. Um, you, you did visit Glastonbury. To visit one of the archbishops. Canterbury. Um, <laughs> let me continue. So, Mahatma Gandhi visited Canterbury in 1931, where he met and went on a night out with Cosmo Gordon Lang, the archbishop at the time. No, so I've just predicted this. <laughs> and they infamously got too drunk at the Maiden's Head pub, where oh. they were arrested for antisocial behaviour. Gandhi accused Cosmo Gordon of... Sm- <laughs> Cosmo, that's such a you name. You've made that up. I haven't. No, I haven't made up. Um, <laughs> Gandhi accused Cosmo Gordon <laughs> of spiking his whiskey and they became <laughs> uh, arch enemies, if you'll pardon the pun. Oh! Um, and in the coming years had annual fights. There is now get out. <laughs> there is now a fight every November um, on the top of Canterbury Cathedral. <laughs> every November, fought by members of the Canterbury Boxing Association to remember this crazy event in history. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wait, so have I, have I got to guess again? No, no, you went with true, didn't you? Yeah, fiction, facts. Yeah, fact. Fine. Fact. <laughs> now, of course, that's false. All of that. Yeah. Well, I wish I'd have heard that. <laughs> Although I kind of predicted what you were saying with the yeah. with the with the, uh, with the Archbishop thing. The Actually, Archbishop. to be fair, I'll give it to you because Mahatma Gandhi did visit Canterbury in 1931 Yay! to meet the Archbishop. He just didn't I, have the fight. <laughs> I know Mahat, and I know where. I know you know. I know his life. I know where he's what he's done. So I know that. You know. Oh man, bloody hell! Don't play with me. Don't come for me. James. Yes. It's time for the largest car park. Uh okay, okay. I forgot about I forgot about the largest car park. Hit me. Here we are. The prize for the largest car park today is ownership of the Elvedon Estate. With oh, over, Christ. Yeah. With over 10,000 acres of farmland, this is the largest farm in the UK. <laughs> Essentially, you win a very fancy farm. They're famous for their potatoes and onions. Oh, good. Because I'm... Vegan. Yeah. <laughs> Ding ding ding. <laughs> ding ding ding. So, the largest car park in Canterbury is the Asda car park. Obviously. Oh, shout out Asda. Shout out Asda. How many spaces does this car park have? Now, unless I'm mistaken, um, I don't think there's an Asda in the country that's multi-storey. Oh, actually, that's probably it has a, that's probably not true. There probably is an Asda with a multi-storey car park. Mm. I think this will be flat, flat ground. Flat ground. I think you flat might be right. Flat ground. Um, um, I think that they 
Canterbury's quite small as a city. Um, I think I've even got the pop, the population, written down. Oh, fantastic. Somewhere. Somewhere. Fantastic. Uh, oh, no, it's got 31,000 students, so I actually don't know the population. Well, stop the population, mate. Uh, um, I think that an Astra car park will have... Um, 630 spaces. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> no! No! You know what, James? This is the closest you've ever been. This is crazy. I'm so proud of myself. You were 40 spaces off. Oh, you're kidding. It's 670 spaces. I... Uh, so I was 40 close. spaces off of being a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> For God's sake. Come on. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. That was the closest you've ever been. I, oh, I was so scared I was going to have to buy you this estate. Oh, and we didn't have a sponsor this week as well. I know, yeah. Oh, mate, I'm so poor this week. My goodness me. Were you, <laughs> did your heart drop? <laughs> when you said 600, I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> I almost went with 600 dead on, but they're starting to they're starting to stray from the dead on number 670. That's interesting to know that the car park builders out there, shout out to you, yeah. are are straying from the norm. Yeah, not oh, just yeah. doing a, a straight 500 or or 550. Uh, yeah. If you're building a car park, use your space, people. Exactly, use your space. If you can fit sister. an extra space in, fit it in. It doesn't matter how many there are. You just need more. You know? We need more. Um, great, like that. Love that. Thank you. Like like that, love that. Like that, I love it. Jamie. <laughs> it's time <Yeah>. for Facebook sales. Our <laughs> 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 um, Facebook sales the search for the best items for sale on Facebook from the town we're doing each week. Um, yes, and sometimes I go on eBay and wish. And Jamie just <laughs> Jamie just takes it uh, takes this and just leaves the town usually and just goes on yeah. wish and just finds weird stuff. So um, <laughs> he does his thing, and I normally actually do Canterbury on yeah. Facebook. Um, well, that's how we like it. You know, we like we like that. Um, yeah. Who would like to go first? I'll go. Wait, hang on. Should we la- should we ask the should we ask the audience? Okay, yeah, that's me. Yeah, oh yeah, on. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So this one's going to be interesting because I want to know if you have this one or not. Mm. Um, do you think we should do? The, I think I hang on. I think we should do the five pound forfeit if we found the same Facebook sales. I, I want to say it at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. 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 This this one item that I'm particularly fond of. This is the one I found on Facebook. Yeah, I think this is. The, I'm going to say the one that I think you found as well. And let's do a countdown. You you do the countdown though. But why do you reckon I I picked this one out? I don't know. I just feel like it. I just yeah. I just, but I don't, I'm not sure now. This would be such an anti climax if it's not. It's probably <laughs> not. You know. Okay. okay uh, right. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Shipping the container. <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much sense, doesn't it? 
for all the listeners, I um, I'm a I'm a poor I'm a poor bastard, and, uh, and I, <laughs> I've been looking at shipping containers because um, I wanted to make like a drum studio or even live in a shipping container. I like shipping container houses, so that would make sense. Why you? Uh, why Absolutely, you, you know. Yeah. Okay, you go ahead. Okay, describe your shipping container. So this is a six point five by six point five feet shipping container. It's quite small. Let me send it to you. Here it comes. I, Bing bong. I actually bap. do have really good knowledge. Of, I'm not even kidding of shipping container, yeah. container prices because I have been looking. Um, to buy a shipping container, yeah. I just need land. So if well, anybody's you, got land... You have a yeah. dream of using <laughs> one as a home, don't you? I do, yeah, yeah. I, I love shipping container homes, and I feel like it might be one of those things when I build it and it's just wet, dark, and <laughs> tinny. <laughs> Mouldy. But you don't have to make them wet, dark, and tinny, Exactly, people. you don't. I mean, it's quite small. I've sent it to you. Yeah, that's, that's um, sort of... Um, a little that's, box. Um, that's an £800 shipping container. From, from what I can see, that's <laughs> not very big. It's not huge. Uh, what would you use this kind of size for? I have interest. This can probably add ones. on to your home. So this one, I'd say, is a large porch. Okay, yeah, large porch. <laughs> um, in my home. Um, or sort of like a little balcony section pop up from the top. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe a third story, because I'm, I'm going all out when I build mine. Um, yeah. You know what? I'm changing my answer. Um, this this one looks in good condition. It's though. quite good condition. Um, it? It's very small, so I'm going to say this one is... Six hundred pounds. No, it's not. It's one thousand pounds, James. Oh, is that because it's 1, new? Thousand. Uh, might, maybe. Yeah, might be because it's quite I, new. Massively over, overly bigged up my knowledge of shipping containers. Well, you said eight hundred at first, and I was like, that's pretty close. Yeah, I should have stick with it because it is new. Um, mm. and like the big, the big ones are usually sort of one thousand two hundred. So indeed, yeah. This is overpriced, people. Yeah, that is overpriced. You got a, Take- you got a, got a haggle. Yeah, take your money elsewhere, people, because this is not a good deal, and I know a good deal when I see one. Truth. Can I have your number one, please? Your <laughs> yes, my number one that I thought you <laughs> would find for some reason <laughs> Kevin the Carrot. was Kevin the Carrot. It's a five-foot Kevin the Carrot, and I don't know anything... That's pretty big. ...about Kevin the Carrot, but someone said he was from Aldi? He's on the Aldi ads. On oh, the... God, yeah, he is. Yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah shout Carrot. out, Kevin. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, because we used to have we used to work with someone called Kevin, and he showed us Kevin the carrot. Yeah, that's right, and he was obsessed with it. Kevin yeah. carrot. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin carrot, Kevin carrot. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> 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 that's what he says. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, how much is Kevin the carrot? Um, and he's five foot. That's big. That's like yeah, human size. It's really big. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm going to say that's probably like 25 quid. Oh, you're wrong. 15 quid. Oh, I went far off. It's a tenner. Yeah, you weren't, you weren't too bad. It's um, a tenner. Yeah, I mean, it. it is five foot of material. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sick. Um, that would have been... I can't believe I thought you had that as well. Uh, <laughs> okay, you're number two, Jamie. I've now just got really boring stuff. Um, so this one is... Uh, a set of LED strobe lights for your car. Let me send it to you. Um, these strobe lights turn your ride. car. Yeah, turn your car into an emergency vehicle. What? <laughs> this was found on Wish, obviously. <laughs> oh my! Oh god! <laughs> Classic Wish. <laughs> um, which is great because you're not allowed to impersonate uh, an emergency vehicle. Um, Wish don't care. Wish play by their own rules. Um, yeah, I found a, a gun on Wish. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, this is just a poster, but it was just a, a gun. 
Um, yeah, so this is originally, these little crappy LED lights were £183. Um, <laughs> of course they were. <laughs> how much is it now? Um, wait, so they're like, you know, lights that, like classic police car Yeah, lights. pretty much, and you just stick them on your car. I don't know where. <laughs> stick them on your car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get these and stick them on my orange Vauxhall Mariva <laughs> <laughs> slash gold. On my little Fiesta. On Merrill, yeah. What's your car called? Um, you did name it, didn't you? I don't remember now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Disappointing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Quality content. <laughs> Quality. Uh, uh, they are seven pounds. Oh, Fifteen pounds. Oh, same as Kevin the Carrot. Same as Kevin the Carrot. You should have known that. I should have known. <laughs> okay. Um, my number two mm-hmm. is. Kevin the Carrot. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> 15 pounds. Um, but there's, this one's advertised differently, uh, and it's a different <laughs> Kevin the Carrot. I don't know why I didn't send you the picture, but I've got the picture of this one. This one's actually, this one's the the female uh, Kevin the Carrot. Oh, um, okay. well, that's why it's not labelled labeled Kevin the Carrot. It's called Huge Carrot, this one. Karen um, the Carrot. I will say, uh, Karen the Carrot. Maybe it is Karen. Um Oh, I haven't even been looking at... Oh, I, have, I should have been looking at the pictures you've been sending me. I haven't looked. Oh, oh, oh wow. Those lights are cool. Oh no, <laughs> oh, no. I did see the container. What am I saying? Oh, that would have changed my guess. Um, uh, okay. This is... Oh, wow. Okay. How many people are selling carrots in Canterbury? Yeah, this is the thing. This is why I've done Kevin the well, Kevin and Kalania, Kal- maybe I'm going to Kalania. Kalania. Yeah, um, Kevin and Kalania the carrot because I don't know what's going on, but I found three carrots in Canterbury. I'm not kidding, <laughs> three. <laughs> they're all so big as well. Yeah. I know they're massive. Yeah. Like, where are you putting that in your house? Like, can I have one? Can you get one for my birthday? Oh, actually, yeah. your birthday's coming up. Um, I got <laughs> carrot seeds before in a previous episode. I got Jamie carrot seeds. Yeah, because um, we both found the same fact very early on. Um, now Kalania <laughs> is massive as well, and it's got some some doggy pals in this picture. Yeah, there's which, some doggos. Which where will you find these pictures, Jamie? <laughs> What? Great job, mate. Where will you find these pictures? Where will the audience, the listeners, where will they find these pictures? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> On our uh, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of context jammies. That ever, I haven't ever... done for the past two weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ever switched on, you are, Jamie. So switched uh, on. No, usually it's me that does that. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, how much is Kalania the carrot? Someone let us know what the uh, the female carrot's called. Must be Karen. I mean Kalania maybe, but it's got to be Karen. Karen the carrot. But I'm gonna say, well, it's, they're very. They look like the same kind of carrot, but just a female sized, a female female sized, female <laughs> version. Um, I'm gonna say twenty pounds. Oh. It, she is, fifteen pounds again. Oh, I should have. It's a universal price. No, I like that you didn't. I like that mm. you did. You went, you went, and you went out on your own, and yeah. you know, you and made I a failed. decision. I failed. But I don't know why Canterbury. Let me know, Canterbury. Why are you all selling um, carrots, and why have, everyone seems to know that? Are you just price matching? Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, your number number three. <laughs> number three. So I have now another. Um, 
Another thing to put on your car. <laughs> now, this is just lovely. This is also on Wish. So you can put um, <laughs> a wireless door light projection on your car's doors. <laughs> so this when you open so your car sick. door, it will project a logo onto the floor. So you can get in your car thinking how sick you are that you have a logo. And I definitely put uh, Gnarux logos on my on my car doors. So when I open it, I can be like, yes, I do work for Gnarux. I'm going to put in on the light, I would put 2004 Mariva. <laughs> OG Mariva. 2004. OG Mariva driver. So these projections were originally £2. And I will tell you that the discount isn't much. Ooh. So this is basically if you if you bought a car that isn't expensive enough to have one of those lights that when you open up this is one of those lights that when you open up the door it projects onto the ground what car you have and you look really cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, we hired a Jaguar once to go up to a gig. Well, I didn't, but the band I was playing <laughs> for did, and the Jaguar had this, and I was like, wow. Oh, the wow. band hired a Jaguar. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. They hired a Kia, but they gave us a Jag, which you might think, you might think, cool. But we're driving up to Cumbria from. I drove from Brighton to Colchester, and then from Colchester to Cumbria to play Kendall Calling Festival. And the Kia had enough room for us all, but the Jag was like it was like one of these sort of like. These 4x4s that don't need to be 4x4. There was just no room. It was the, yeah. the tightest, like, I don't know, eight-hour journey ever. And um, Yeah, but I was impressed by the logo. Yeah. Um, so this is for you people that, that, that you know, want that, that, that style. Exactly, that, and I'm sure it worked perfectly because it's from Wish. It looks swanky. Absolutely. Uh, okay, this is £1.80. Whoa! £1.74. Oh, you're so kidding! Close. I know! I'm so close Six to everything tonight. 6p! Wow. Can you get me one? Um, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, go on. Order we, one. Oh, we're both getting only two quid. Go yeah, on. Go, we, yeah, 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 you go on. Order two, and I'll send you one seventy four. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm doing it. To pay it. for yours, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah, I'll but, pay for you. But can, can we program each other's? I'll put BMW on your Ford Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> Zonda. Pagani Zonda. <laughs> you put Bugatti on my gold <laughs> faded box of Reva. Oh, fantastic. All right. Uh, your um, number three, please, sir. Number three. Uh, oh, I like my number three, actually. Um, I was going to be boring and find a house again, but um, mm. I really like this. Guess what it is? Um... I want one, but guess what it is? Oh, whoa, whoa. So it's some kind of children's nerf. Oh, mate, that's that's a... I don't know how I'd explain it. It's, it's not a maze, but it's like a blow-up uh, area for nerf shooting. <laughs> blow-up area? <laughs> it's like a room. Introducing the new blow-up area. <laughs> <laughs> so keep describing it. I'm liking this. I'll tell you what it is. It's a Nerf maze. Oh, he's found it. How did you find that? Well, it actually says on that little um, Nerf thing on the front of it, if you look down the bottom, it says Nerf maze. Yeah, because you said it wasn't a maze and I was going to blow your mind and tell you that it <laughs> is a maze. I don't know what, like, whether it's like Laser Quest, but in a maze. Maybe, like, but it's like sort of, it's I like a blow up. So, like yeah, it's yeah. a bounce up. 
bouncy castle sort of blow up thing, but yeah. it's not a bouncy castle. It's a it's a blow up area, as Jamie put it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it's like a maze that maybe you play sort of like Laser Quest, but with a Nerf in it, Nerf, with Nerf yeah. guns in it. It's pretty yeah. cool. That sounds sick. Um, oh, I, love I think I'll get it. Um, will your parents be be cool if we put it in their garden? Because yeah, I think they would. Yeah, absolutely. I think that'd um, be great fun. Can you ask? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll message him right now. <laughs> Simon, Angela, can we put this blow-up Nerf maze yeah. in your garden? If you've made it this far into <laughs> if you've made uh, episode 11, <laughs> please, can we put it up in our garden? <laughs> uh, how much, Jamie, the Wilkie-san, is this? Is this to rent? No, no, no. This is to buy. Um, To buy, I'm going to say, like, Four hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, man. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're completely wrong. It's two thousand five hundred pounds. Jesus, I didn't think it was that good. I might right. invest. I don't have that much, that many, you know, that much savings. But um, yeah. it maybe I might blow it all when I get that much and uh, buy this and sort of just start doing that on the weekends. Absolutely, mate. That's. I mean, it looks sick. What are two grand for that? Christ! Well, I mean, Christ. it's an investment. It's a blow-up it nerf maze, nerf area, nerf area, <laughs> nerf area. Um, is that? Yeah, we've done all of them, haven't we? That's all of them done. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's that was a, a return, a return of Facebook sales. Return. Slash Jamie I've just goes it. and finds stuff on Wish. I've missed it too. <laughs> that was right. good. Now on to uh, our final section. That is. Quick weirds, isn't it, James? It is. It is quick weirds. So, quick weirds is very simple. It's got nothing to do with Canterbury um, in the slightest. And we just find funny or absurd news stories and we say them uh, quite successively. Um, between each other, uh, and, that, and that's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> well done, mate. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, How many you got? I've got f- four. Okay. Uh, so have I. Yeah. Yay! It's like we planned it. Absolutely. Um, right. I will go first because I'm selfish. Go on. Ready? You ready? Ready. Man attempts to shoplift chainsaw in his short pocket. Helsinki Bakery launches toilet roll cake. <laughs> Rodent robot sex helped a scientist study evolution. Doctor says NHS applause is leading to spike in injuries. A dog in Oregon ate 43 socks and is still kicking. <laughs> Man buys cake to congratulate girlfriend for farting. <laughs> a girl got stuck in her ex's chimney trying to break in. Donkey arrested on charge of gambling. That's quick weird. Wasn't that exciting? What was your second one? Um, uh, that was doctors say NHS applause is leading to a spike in injuries. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I need context. Okay, let me have a look. I know it's not the weirdest one, but... Yeah, but it's interesting. So... There's actually nothing on it. <laughs> I'm looking at the, the page and it just says nothing. Oh. That's, uh, that's how all good 
research is <laughs> is put out into the world. Like, you're not going to tell you how. It's yeah. just a fact. Um, mm. It's got the date on it. <laughs> what, what's the date? May the 7th, 2020. There you go, folks. There you go. Um, Give me another one. What's your favourite? I'll do the donkey on charge of gambling. Um, I haven't read this, so this could be boring as well. So police in Pakistan have arrested a donkey over a race that involved illegal betting. Ah, makes sense. Officers in Rahim Yakan city in eastern Pakistan arrested the donkey alongside eight men on suspicion of them gambling in public. (laughs) <laughs> which is a crime. Um, Did the donkey get arrested for compliance? <laughs> <laughs> it must have, yeah. The bloody donkey. Trying sorry, to, mate, you, you should have spoken up. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess they probably trained him to to cheat. Uh, but in the comp- yeah, the donkey complied and got what he deserved. What, what did he have to say about it? Um... <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know what every every animal like any accent we do is always scouse. Any animal I want to do is want to be just like a cow, uh, <laughs> which is the UK's deadliest animal, by the way. Cow. Ooh, is it because of people cow tipping? Cow. <laughs> what? You know, cow oh tipping. yeah, cow tipping. Yeah. That is a thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. push it on like, on their friends and then. Yeah, should we do like that? Should we do that tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bless them. It's not really vegan of me, is it? I've actually um, got a note here that just says vegan, and that's it, just so I don't forget to mention vegan. <laughs> it just says we're, vegan. We've already got that in there. We I have, like, yeah, three yeah. times now. Hey, <laughs> And oh, we promote veganism we... more than we promote like anything we do in the rest <laughs> yeah, of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were yours again? What were your favourites? Um. Uh, a girl got stuck in her ex's chimney trying to break in. Mm. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, give, it, give it to me. That one. I want that one. I mean, the man attempting to shoplift a chainsaw in his short. Pocket. Oh no! Yeah, that one. That he's, one, please. He's, one. <laughs> he's, he's great. Um, it sort of does what it says on the tin because <laughs> uh, has he got a really long pocket? Uh, he sort of tries to put it down his shorts. Uh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. He's 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 wearing shorts, but it just <laughs> the chainsaw comes out of the bottom of the short. Um, <laughs> um, it was in Florida. Brilliant. Florida. I said that weird. Florida um, man. Is that um, the title? And- <laughs> Florida man. No, it sounds like it would be, but it's not. But oh, uh, okay. not apparently. So. It was quite obvious not to mention his bulging white T-shirt. So he sort of put it under his T-shirt and then the chainsaw came out of his short, his, his, his leg underneath the, the shorts. Um, it did not go unnoticed by Treasure Coast Lawn Equipment's surveillance cameras. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a specific team of people. And he was arrested <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto charge. Oh, wow. Brilliant. What a great man. Well, he just stole it, basically. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah and there's a picture we can put this on. Um, maybe we can put this on. Absolutely, but out of context, it, yeah. jammies. Yeah. Um, go on, go on, <laughs> go on. Um, but yeah, he, he didn't. He didn't succeed. And that. Um, that is. Uh, that's the end of that. That's the end of that. That's the and, end of um, that. And that's the end of the pod, people. That's the end of the pod. You know what? This one's felt really quick, but actually, it's exactly the same length as all the other ones we've done, apart from last week. Yeah, we just yeah. got very carried away. I think we might have to have Ish back on. Well, definitely because 
Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. It was my great. God, that 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 story. Like, I listened back. It was um, it was so good. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, well, the poo wow. story is specifically. Yeah. yeah, so good, so so good, so good. Um, and um, so nice to have you know have Francesco on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was it was nice to talk to him. I mean, I'm not sure he really understood what was going on, but he uh, he was there, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> you've just sent me. A... Yeah, they, they, <laughs> you just. <laughs> I forgot to send these. These are the rubber ducks from Canterbury. That's how many there are. There's tons. He sent me a picture of um, non-human float fest in Canterbury. <laughs> uh, oh, they, they look all very... <laughs> they've all got their sunglasses. Did it? <laughs> uh, that would so, be good to yeah. find out how much they, they all cost, all those ducks. Oh, they're expensive, mate. Um, but yeah, thank you again for all of you for listening. Um, you know, just get in touch with us um, yeah. with anything you with a please. question with just money. Let us know, you know, with money. <laughs> yeah, lots of money, please, please, <laughs> uh, please. please. Um, you know, if you if you you know want to say something negative, let us know. We want to know. Yeah, let us know. We want to know all the negative stuff you have to say about us. We do want to know. And um, someone messaged me, um, shout out Thomas. He said he would buy our jam if we made jam. Oh, yeah, we must. We must make jam. Um, jam out of jam. Jam out <laughs> of jam. And um, um, I think you jam. should all check out Jamie Wilkinson's new single. Not just his, but uh, Jamie's... <laughs> My uh, new single. Blue Eyed Giant's new single. Um, it is out now. Wide awake to That's see. It. That's, um, it. That's what it's called. Wide awake. Um, yeah, I think you should check it out because it is genuinely a certified banger. Um, oh, thanks, man. You're too kind. You're it's too well kind. good. It's well mm. good, people. 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 Um, yeah, check that out. And um, yeah. Yeah. Lovely yeah. stuff. Oh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining me today, James. And thank you for joining me today, James. Who have you been? Uh, I've been Jamie Wilkinson And I've been Jamie Wilkinson Thank you so much for joining us Uh, Check out my band And and check out James' band Red Devices Because I'm not going to get away with not shouting that Because they are fucking wicked Alright, see you later See ya ya. Bye. Bye 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 now Bye now episode 11 here we are back in well, the uh, <laughs> back in uh, Everton back in Everton we're back in Everton now I can't believe it <laughs> right now the, oh. you see the problem with VAR <laughs> <laughs> he's got it alright let's crack on with the episode it's time for that it's time for that